Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Quiet. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the season 38 version of TJ Hates Quitters over here on Silent Podcast. We aren't anything but silent. My name is Carrie. I'm joined by my co-host, Katie. Katie, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? I'm like still waking up, but in a, not in a bad way. I'm ready. Yeah, same. Uh, my alarm went off and I was like, let's go. We're talking about the challenge this morning. Which yeah, I'm... I was going to say, if you asked me four days ago, I was not excited about. <laughs> no, neither was I. I mean, you... You know, and anybody who listened to the Challenge USA recap, I publicly quit the challenge, but yet here I am. So uh, I came back just and it wasn't out of pressure. I was just like, okay, fine, I'll do it. But I reserve the right to quit at any time if it gets really bad. So uh, mm-hmm. but of course, I'll, I'll give you ample notice so you can find another co-host. It'll just be me monologuing about the challenge. <laughs> I will say I was, I think I was concerned just because of two things. One, I was just still so mad 
about the Challenge USA because yeah. we had like a quality season and then with the finale, they were like, nah, dog. We're, yeah. we're just going to mess all this up. And then the second part is – and I, I've done some reflecting on this. Okay. I feel like Gamer Vev, if, if yeah. you know, you know. She's yeah, – uh, I'll say they. I don't know why I assume she, but they um, provide challenge spoilers. And a lot of the discourse around the challenge spoilers as they come out or just like around this person's account as it is, is very negative. And I feel like I've gotten kind of caught up in the negativity of it. And so I took a moment before I watched and I was like, we're going to enjoy this at a surface value. Let's ignore this this like corner of internet discourse because this corner of internet discourse, if it's not like, I don't know, Marie or Amber B winning, like they're not about it. Otherwise, yeah. like fuck everybody else. And so yeah, they um, have their faves. They definitely do, and they push their faves hard. And listen, this is not a a shot at gamer Vev by any means. Like I am not saying anything negative, but I think I've kind of gotten caught up in like the comments I read, the people yeah. quote t- tweeting their stuff and that like, I just have to remember, these are just a bunch of like 20 something, 30 somethings who like their literal life, their, their means to an end is reality TV. And I just got to take it at that surface level of that's what it is. Like stop yeah. caring so much about uh, these like details that cause people to be like, no, that person is a, I, like the stand culture. Yeah. I'm not a part of it, but I need to stop taking that in. So I'm, I came to this episode and it also helped that Naomi fellow on podcast. I was like, no, I actually kind of enjoyed the first episode. And I was like, all right, we can do this. Okay. So Naomi watched before you did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We podcasted yeah. together okay. Friday and she asked and I was like, or she's like, what'd you think of the first? And I was like, I can't lie to you. I didn't watch it Wednesday. I was busy last night. I will get to it. And she's like, I actually liked it. Uh, like I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. She and I talked about it a little bit too. We podcasted about uh, House of the Dragon on Thursday and it came up just toward the end after we were done recording. And I share the same sentiments as her. And I think you're right about like just even not even like gamer Vev, but even just like the past challenge uh, participants or contestants or cast members, um, they get really like in it too. Like there's just fighting all the time on the timeline, which is fine. Like I enjoy mess, but you're right. It like gives this air of negativity over the show that just makes me like, oh, here's another season of this when I'm just like not that interested in following it that deeply. Like I can do that with Big Brother, but I cannot do that with the challenge at this point. I just don't care enough. Yeah. And give me like the major highlights of the drama. I'm definitely there. Right. I want I want to know about the drama. I don't know if I necessarily want to be a part of the conversation on the internet about the drama. I'll right. gladly talk about it here um, where more reasonable people will be talking about it. And so I just, Naomi helped being like, I thought it was decent and took a moment to be like, okay, you've enjoyed the challenge. Like you cannot let how they approached the challenge USA plus this just bring upon negativity about it so i'm here with an open mind 
I am ready for this season. And I think that this first episode has done some good for me where like, okay, good. I'm, I'm ready for this. Good. So let's, let's talk about this first episode. Now that we've gotten some of the like, ick, I hate that word. The, right. when people say they have the ick from someone, I'm like, grow up. Um, Cause like it's, there's gotta be a better way. Like, let's talk about our actual feelings and not just say right. ick. Let's let's use our big girl words. But anyway, sorry if I just slandered all of you. Um, no, <laughs> I know it's a a common saying, right? Now. Yeah. So we know that this season's theme is ride or dies. Supposedly, 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 they got to pick their 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 partner. Um, yeah. I don't know how much I believe that, but that's fine. Politely, we're not going to run through this cast for you because we aren't even sure of the full fucking cast right now because there was like COVID and they started filming, then stopped filming. People had to leave. People got replaced. Like it's a whole mess, an absolute whole mess. Um, I meant to and just forgot because I was doing things for podcasting or my homework until like 11 o'clock last night that to go back and kind of read up on like what happened at the beginning. We know that Casey had COVID. She brought yeah. COVID. Yeah. This is the second time that Casey got removed from a show because of COVID. The first time was big brother, all stars. She had COVID and she had to get replaced by an alternate. And now this second time you'd think she'd be a little more careful. So Casey and her brother gone. I do think I'm not upset about this, by the way. Oh, please. This is the best. I'm actually thrilled. Like this. Yeah, Yeah. this is the best twist so far. Casey's so boring. So boring. (laughs) Last night in a mole discord that I am in because I'm all about the mole currently. And if you aren't watching, I don't know why. So good. Um, We started talking about the challenge and I was like, here's how you improve the challenge. And. Oh, shoot. What did I say? Number one, limit the cast size. Like if it's individuals, I want no more than 16. If it's teams, I want no more than 20 people, like Mm -hmm. 10 teams total. Not everything has to be an elimination. Like we can get we can easily get a 12 episode season and it doesn't need to really be more than 12 episodes, Uh, even 14 episode season out of that Two, sign rookies to a two or three season contract because I think one of the biggest issues is we are not connecting with rookies. They are one and done. For example, and I'm not like a big Ed the person fan because I just feel like if from what we know about his brother from the circle (sighs) that he's probably similar, but whatever. He was good for the challenge. He was great for the challenge last season. I stopped watching. I I don't know. I picked up watching again. Um, But he was good for the challenge. He's very, he's first of all, athletic. Second mm-hmm. of all, a big personality. Like why is Ed not back? Um, other rookies that have had an impact. I don't know. They're fleeing my head. Ed was my example for it, but especially because so often it becomes the vets going after the rookies. The rookies are there for like one to three episodes. Don't really get to make relationships. Yeah. Force those people to come back because then at least like, okay, we know them and they get to come back and create relationships like um, Michelle Fitzgerald is back this season after being a rookie on a very like we're getting the rookie season. She wasn't there for a lot of episodes last season. Hopefully we can see her like thrive a bit more. 
because otherwise like we can't keep counting on these people like Nani or Anissa or Nelson or Corey to um to like carry the season. Mm-hmm. Listen, Seth, are we <laughs> trying to pre-commit to two to three seasons of Tommy and Annalise? You have You're like to keep- I don't want that. No, no, no. Here's the thing. You don't you have to take into consideration my first improvement, which is limit the cast number. Because if we're at 16 and not 28, you don't need the Tommies or Annalises. And honestly, I didn't really mind Tommy. But um you wouldn't he'll, get, he'll you'll he'll grow. You'll grow to have him get on your nerves. I don't want to oh, hate I, him because he's no, like no, I was bad, saying, but Tommy from last season, not Tommy this oh, season. Oh. I actually wrote down these big brother people. I don't know them, Tommy and Annalise. And it's literally the only thing I wrote about them. I was thinking, my bad, you're correct, this Tommy. But if we do step one, we don't need the Tommies and Annalises mm-hmm. of the world because there's less people. You can pick like the cream of the crop and not whatever part of the crop they are. And then number three, is stop casting Casey. That's number three. Yeah, that's a great improvement. <laughs> Unfortunately, I feel like they are acting as if, um, as if Casey is like the future of this show, and like that's not good TV. Casey's no. not like an Evelyn. She's not a Laurel. She's boring as hell. Like, sure, mm-hmm. she's good at competitions, but she's she's boring. Yeah, she can't be the future of this. No, and so. I'm not wishing long COVID on anybody, but if you could keep getting COVID, like she had like right around the knee time. reconstruction surgery or something, she was back like the next season. Yeah, she's coming back. Yeah, well, especially because her and Nani are dating. That it's like, right. oh, we which can like have Nani? Let's have Nani retire. Let's force a retirement on Nani. Oh, that was I'm lying to you. Ban Casey was number four. Number three was if you reach ten seasons on the challenge and do not win. Sorry. You're not welcome back. I don't care who you are. And yeah, Issa, no, I'm, gone. I'm Nani, gone. Unfortunately, hot take, Leroy, gone. Like, oh, well, I know. I'm, I, I'm personally invested in Leroy winning a challenge, but he's never probably going to come back. So, well, that's the thing. I would love for him to, but also you had 10 chances to. And like, yeah, you got screwed over like the season of you and not, uh, not, yes, I think he did. Won then. Um, but at the same time, like, if we're only casting 16 people, that's eight men. I want all eight to have a legit chance to have to win. And like, if Leroy hasn't done it in 10 seasons, why is he going to on the 11th? Uh, well, I think I'm this saying. actually would have been a really good season for Leroy. Obviously, Cam just had a baby. Congrats oh, to them. I this love them. But if Cam and Leroy season. could have been together as Ryder dies, like this probably would have been Leroy's season. I, and Cam season. Like Cam is me. Well, Cam won? No, Cam did not win. Cam has not won. I don't disagree with that statement. Um, but unfortunately, Leroy falls victim of my rules. So that's that's where I would improve it. But yeah. Um, maybe the asterisk could be on something like, okay, well, Cam hasn't. And you guys are clearly ride or dies. Like you have a child together. So um, okay. Leroy. You're the I before E except after C. You're the after C of this rule <laughs> here. Come on in 
And if anybody makes a scene, I'll go to bat for you. But no individuals more seasons for you, Leroy. You can't do it on your own. You need a strong woman to lead the way for you because that's what Cam is. Cam? Cam is, yeah. I hope Cam, Cam and Leroy both, well. like power couple. I'm obsessed with them. Yeah, they're great. So anyway, that's my, um, those are my ways to improve the challenge. And then someone else added to ban Fessy, which like, obviously, but yeah. I just didn't know the vibe of this discord where we were already getting a little bit of like Casey is boring slander. And I just, it was already like 1030 at night and I should have been doing my homework um, that I did not need to get into a full on fight about Fessy, yeah. but people agreed. So I was like, okay, cool. I, yeah. I will gladly add that on. It can be banned Casey and Fessy. Yeah. I wanted to say just like get rid of big brother people. Um, but again, I wasn't in the mood to fight. I don't know. At least that's with like typing. Opinion. Yeah. Can we really quickly mention how Fessy, his meme title on the show is not Fessy, but how, I'm not sure how you say his actual Fessel. first name. Okay. Fessel? Yeah. I don't want to like mispronounce I it. I think that's how you, I think that's how you pronounce it, Fessel. Yeah, so I'm not mispronouncing his name in any form of disrespect because I don't respect him, but um, it's just an accident if I do. So I just think that's interesting that that's the name title that we're getting versus mm-hmm. Fessy. So yeah, that's interesting. It Has it? I guess I've never noticed it before if it's ever been just Fessy. I think I would have, and I'm pretty sure it was Fessy. And I'm wondering if it's because he's realized that his name matches the style of his game and um last season amber b being like messy still fast wait fessy still messy <laughs> like when she he put her in which i just rewatched that episode this week how rude um so rude that was so i mean dumb. i would be surprised if he didn't make that connotation before because his big brother game was a disaster like a disaster of yeah, he's, proportions he's the only person whose big brother game i like know how it went i think i told you this i sat next to scotty at uh survivor challenge finale at like a bar in chicago Mm -hmm. and he was like very appreciative because i didn't talk his ear off about big brother the whole night because i don't watch it um so i forget how it came up but he was like yeah fessy did me dirty like he (laughs) oh yeah he did he did he did him dirty big time yeah so we we talked about that that he's literally like one of the few big brother players that i know just like didn't play a good game because i got to talk to a different big brother player um all right things we hear about this season we know it's a personal season because we have the rider dies and michelle says that personal seasons are going to be the messiest which valid um Let's see. Anything else about the format of this season at the beginning of it? No, we just kind of meet some of the pairs and um, we get a little bit of introduction. I don't know if we necessarily need to run through all these pairs. But again, like we said, because we don't even know um, who's staying and who's going and people are coming in and leaving at like a revolving door. But the Let's one thing I way. would appreciate is if they would just put like on the Chiron below what show some of these people came from because I was okay. literally Googling people. So like Horatio, I still don't know who the fuck that is. What, where did you come from? Were you on TV before? I have no idea. <laughs> Are you just a um, random person? Like, I don't know. I thought I couldn't see them because I had the closed captioning on. No, and... it did not say. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. Horatio, the challenge 38. Where are you from? 
Who are they? Let's I feel see. like I literally, I don't know. Newcomer, Olivia. Okay, where are you from? I don't care that you That's why I'm like, are you life. from a, a show or did you just uh, show up? Soccer superstar and all-around nice guy, Horatio Gutierrez, which if you're a soccer super... Okay, he made it to the finals of... Exa, I can't even read this. It's Spanish. Estados Unidos. Um, let's see. Something. What is translate? Oh my God. I'm on like three tabs for this show. See? Already. That's far see? too many. Just put it on the put it on a fucking Chiron and we wouldn't have to do a deep dive. United States Exathlon? What is that even? What's an exathlon? Defi- holy crap. Define exathlon. <laughs> there are layers here. We're peeling back the onion. It doesn't even mean a reality competition series where two teams of physically fit contestants compete against each other. Okay. Wow. I really went full circle here. Okay. Where is Olivia from? She might just be like his friend. She was on Love Island USA. Okay. Oh, so she the maybe she's the the draw here. She's yeah, and her, 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 oh shoot, now I'm Carrie. You cannot get into the groove of not pronouncing someone's <laughs> name correctly again. Horatio, it took me, right? Horatio. I don't know why. I was just like seeing it phonetically in my head and I'm like, that's not it. You should have seen the first time I tried to type it out. There was like four extra letters that didn't exist in his name. <laughs> <laughs> Horatio. Okay. So I do question if you're actually a soccer superstar because why are you on the challenge? Mm-hmm. You should be like training or playing um Mm -hmm. also like this is a place where stupid injuries happen and i'm i mean the fact that like uh theo from when he was still like in contention to be on the uk's track team is over here on the challenge i'm like "Mm, that's a weird move because i know if i was your coach or potential coach i'd be like are you sure you want to be jumping from car to car 30 feet above water? Water hurts. Yeah, not a, so. not a great uh, – I mean, he's got some additional issues now that ail him, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. that That's a true tragic loss because he could have been great on the challenge. Yeah, I, I was a Theo fan. Absolutely. One of my favorite moments was when Ashley was like, I'll throw us in. I'm a ready rich bitch. <laughs> and Theo yeah. just like – Putting him in his place. It was so yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Where is our StreamYard window? There we go. I'm back. I can see you. Hello. <sighs> um, okay. So of the pairs that are here, any of them interest you, excite you? Who do you have an opinion on that you want to share? I know it's not a popular opinion, but the second I saw Nelson on my screen, I was just like, oh, I'm in. Because Nelson is just like, he's good challenge TV to me because he's so dumb and he's so funny to me that I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm all in. And then like, just even later, he's like so dep- self-deprecating and he like knows that he sucks. It just like makes me, I'm just happy to see Nelson. He brings me joy like not a lot of other challengers do. Nelson Nelsoned this episode he oh yeah he did it hard first of all the fact that it is now just like a running joke of like he right. has it one daily and now it's 51 straight challenges yeah that's really that's bad crazy. that's really so bad. bad 
And um, he would have come in first this challenge if he could remember his own age. <laughs> this is why I love Nelson so much. Like, this is exactly why I love Nelson. He just makes me he just makes me happy. So I don't even care if we skip forward to it. Um, basically, the challenge for this episode, the daily challenge, was there was three questions that were personal to you and your partner. And so the first one was like your you and your partner's cumulative age. And um, the other questions really don't matter at this moment. So they finish first and they do their check and it's like, nope. And it's because Nelson forgot that he is 33 and not 32. (laughs) Like rough go for my guy Nelson right out of the gate. Um, But this is what makes Nelson Nelson. And this is why he's my favorite. He's my current favorite. I mean, my actual favorite is Darrell and CT. But like, he's my favorite to watch right now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I just was like, oh, my God. And. And Nelly, Nelly is in on it. Scuba Nelly knows that, like, he hasn't won either. So I feel like there's some extra pressure. Yeah, for but sure. He might be coming up on his like ten year or ten season banishment <laughs> from me. So oh no, I see that. I he's see. I can't been stand on behind a lot it. Of them. But he's at least entertaining. He's he's definitely grown. He yes. has yes, because I used to hate Nelson. I was like uh, extremely anti Nelson, and now I'm extremely yeah. pro Nelson. Okay, wow. The challenge wiki has so many ads at once that it's overwhelming, and they move across the screen. Um, be an immediate quit for me. Rivals. How many seasons has he been on? He was on Invasions of the Champions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He. Okay, I can't. This the formatting of this is too much for my brain. This oh here we go. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is nine. Uh oh. Oh, Nelly T. This is nine. He's made two finals. But he's never gonna win a final. Cause like he can't do No, puzzles. he's never gonna win a final. I don't he's know if he can even win. read, but like he definitely can't do puzzles. <laughs> I think he can read, but I don't think he can like say words in a way that makes sense yeah he is um the reason for some of like the inside jokes on the subreddit on the challenge subreddit yeah, of, like the best. if there is a post about nelson you can absolutely count on like like different to you instead of kudos yeah. to you or whatever yeah. yeah yeah things like that being posted all right so nelson and oh his partner um nurse that's how you yeah. say her name correct mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she's gonna she's gonna bring some heat. She's already like you know making out with people, and um, yeah. we know she's spicy. So, and the fact that they would have finished first, like okay, I'm a little excited for her. She definitely um, like gave me something to look forward to with her being there. I absolutely agree with that. Anybody else I, that you're excited about? Oh, go well, ahead. I will say about the no, no, that's okay. I will say about the um, the hooking up part of it. I know there was a lot of like discourse about the challenge USA being boring because there was no like 
going out and hooking up and whatever. And at the time I didn't agree. But now that I'm like, oh, we're like night one and we're already going over like, oh, these people met in the airport. And first of mm-hmm. all, Nelson is our narrator, which I'm obsessed with. And he's like, they met, they made out on the plane and everybody saw them. And then they're making out in the house. I'm like, oh, we did miss out on this for sure on the challenge mm-hmm. you say. Like this feels like true challenge like mess to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we're back true to form here. So yeah. I'm in. I'm in on this. I didn't think I missed it, but I really did miss it. Yeah. And <laughs> um, when I was rewatching last season slash watching for the first time, it was hard to remember like where I left off. Uh, there was one point where Anissa's like, everybody in here is coupled up. Like, why haven't you brought me someone to couple up with? And yeah. then in seeing this, it's like, you know, it really is one of the the like fun parts of this show that because it does affect the game. It really does yeah. have an impact on it. And that was something that was missing from the Challenge USA. But yeah, the the little um, like editing that they did with like the clips of like the heads of people just like watching them make out on the plane. Yeah, and, it was great. Which, that was great. I mean, this is not the first time we have like plain sexual. Uh, Jenna uh, and Bruno. Yeah. That was iconic. Yeah, like the plane does really bring people together in ways, which is like weird to me because yes. all I want to do on a plane is sleep. So. Yeah, my anxiety is way too high. For oh, yeah, you're not a great flyer. No, I'm not. So, all right, we've got Nelson and his partner, Nurice. Anybody else that you have a strong opinion on either way? Yeah, I'm excited to see Laurel back. Mm-hmm. Um I'm upset that Fessy's back, obviously, but we don't even need to talk about that. Who is um, his partner? Mariah? I have no idea. His friend right. or something? I have no okay. clue who she is. I haven't really put too much – I haven't paid too much attention to who the partners are just because, like, we'll get to know them. I'm interested, though, in Amber and Chauncey. They seem like a nice couple. I enjoy their mm-hmm. dynamic. She has CP tattooed behind her ear. Did you notice that? cp his initials oh no i didn't yeah i noticed the tattoo that's a rough um abbreviation <laughs> why is it was, was we don't need something else well yeah we don't need to talk about it uh, it's not okay. friendly really <laughs> oh oh okay um <laughs> all right so yeah i noticed that i was like oh cp and i'm like his name does begin with a c and then when I saw that his last name was Palmer, I was like, oh, she's got his initials tattooed on her. Or, yeah, his initials tattooed. Here we go. Hmm. Who is this person? Mariah. She doesn't even have, like, a link you can click in she this She might article. just be, like, a friend of his, maybe? Yeah. I think, like, Anissa, it, hers was supposed to be someone, like, not famous as well. Yeah. And, like, Casey's is her brother. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think they're all from other shows mm-hmm. which okay challenge stars F- fessy well they're calling her a challenge star already which like okay well bold move, a little early but yeah little they early went on that. a couple of dates um it didn't work out shock. they're friends she is physically in very good shape that's why he picked her okay good uh, I hope – I mean, if it's someone who can deal with Fessy being, like, a shithead partner. The worst partner ever, yeah. God bless. Good luck, Mariah. But not enough luck to win. Like, maybe you get eliminated fourth. That would be great. It's a shame. I mean, it's not a shame for Haley because, like, 
good for her. She's doing way better in her life that she's not with Fessy anymore. But it's a shame mm-hmm. that Haley from Big Brother 22, who dated Fessy for quite a while, um, mm-hmm. relatively long term, um, is not with him anymore because this would have been, this would have been a perfect intro for Haley to go on the challenge. But she's actually like going to school and doing like real things with her life. So shout out to her. I just selfishly would like to see her on the challenge. Understandable. Bestie of your favorite Angela. Oh, okay. They're good friends. Still following Not her. Not on the um, season, but now. After. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen her on Angela's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for me, I've always enjoyed Jay. Obviously, Michelle mm-hmm. is yeah, like I'm excited a, about that. a queen. So that pairing is fun. Uh, I enjoy their interactions. Yeah, they have a good confessional dynamic. Yeah. And I also think that they bring a level of gameplay that – the challenge is good for in terms of like social strategy and connecting people. And we see a bit of that in this first episode. So I'm excited for them. Um, I know that you are not a fan of the next two pairs I'm going to say, but I'm going to say them anyway. Okay. And I'm completely bummed at the the outcome of this episode because I'm a Kayla fan for whatever reason. I've been a Kayla mm. fan since her season of real world. And um, I also watched Love Island, where her husband is from. Oh, he's from Love Island. He's from Love Island. I thought he was okay. just some dude she met on Instagram. No, no, okay, no. that he gives me on, more insight. I can't remember which season because I'm not good at that. But he was uh, a bombshell, aka one of the people who come in during the season isn't there originally okay. on one of the Love Island seasons. Um, I like. I think she's funny. I like her. I think that they were funny in their confessionals together. They talked a lot of shit. Uh, and yeah. I uh, I would have appreciated a couple more episodes of that. But um, spoiler, they're gone. And then my last one, I know this is a hot take. And I asked on the internet why people hate Tori. I've still never really figured it out. If you Can't have stand insight. Tori. See, I don't mind Tori. I don't mind Tori. And I like Devin. I think Devin is hilarious. And I know yesterday when I brought this up to you weren't a fan from like when him and bananas had their thing. And I don't know if it's a defense of him. If people want to say I'm making excuses for him, it's fine. But like he just shouldn't have been on television in that moment. His dad had just died. And I think that he was projecting a lot and was dealing with a lot. I think that he's grown up a bit. We've seen him become friends with people that he's been enemies with. Like, Last season, him and Josh were in an alliance. And the season before that, Devin, like, woke up and thought, how am I going to torment Josh today? Like, I do think he has the ability. I mean, even him and Tori weren't friends for a while, and now they're friends. And so I'm excited for that pair because I like Devin. I think he's hilarious. I think Tori – I know we haven't seen Anissa. Like, spoiler, she's showing up. Like, I really like Tori without Anissa – um, but I've always just liked Tori. I don't, I don't un, uh, completely understand the hate for her. She gives off very like pick me vibes. And I also think she just has a huge ego. I just mm-hmm. am not a fan of either one. I think they both have huge egos and it's undeserved at this point, um, in their challenge career. And I just find them both to be extremely obnoxious. So like put the two of them together and I'm just like, ugh. Can this team like just self-destruct in front of me, please? Because I can't stand either one of them. And I, I know I said that yesterday about Devin, and I agree with you. He should not have been on TV then. But I didn't like Devin before that, and this was mm-hmm. like the peak of me not liking Devin. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the bananas obsession is weird. He like it felt like he did that to make himself relevant. And then like 
I don't know. He just like wants to be a mini Wes. And that like, that really bothers me. Mm. And then that one season where like, Wes is my best friend. And I'm like, Wes is not your best friend. I'm sorry. He's not. (laughs) You know who's Wes's best friend? Like Nehemiah or something. That's someone that could say Wes is my best friend. You are not Wes's best friend. Stop saying that. Just stop saying that. Yeah. Corey and Nelson, best friends. Devin and Wes, not best friends. Yeah. Stop saying that. I feel like Devin has very much invested his time and efforts both inside and outside the challenge um, seasons to become well insulated in the challenge. Maybe like not I like that shit. Well, well liked. Uh, I feel like he took the social route of what Cara Maria did in the physical route. Like we know that Cara Maria was like when the challenge wasn't filling, she was crossfitting she was like lifting horses i don't know like she was doing just (laughs) crazy things to prepare and i feel like den has just done that socially where he like last season was able to come onto the show and the people that he was at odds with the most he like hung out with and made peace with and then because they were the strongest alliance in the house the big brother alliance and like they're protecting him and honestly i did in last season understand the reasoning because they're like Listen, Josh, you are never going to be a CT final. Like, we need to work together to get the CTs and the the other big guns out. So, like, basically, like, so the B team is running the final and not the A team. Yeah. So I understood it. Um, But I've always just enjoyed them. And I think at least from this there's a level of self-awareness that I just don't know if they always want to show when Devin made the comment of like, you guys think we're obnoxious. Like, how do you think we feel being us? Like, we know we're obnoxious. I think that's why I also don't like them. Like, I just like, you guys know you're obnoxious. I just feel like it's like a, they're just putting it on. I don't know. I just find them both very inauthentic and I don't like that. Like, it feels mm-hmm. like they've lived their lives to be on reality TV. And that's something that I don't feel like I get from people who used to be on The Real World or The Road Rules because reality TV was not what it is today when those mm-hmm. shows debuted. So I feel like in the casting process, and like a lot of, like, Johnny Manatis has said this before too, like, the casting process was so rigorous for The Real World that, like, they really picked out gems. Even if even the people you don't like, it they make good TV. But then when you start, like, bringing in all these randos, it's just, like, it degrades the quality of the cast overall. And I feel like a Devin and Tori are kind of like a, an example of that. Sorry, Devin and Tori. I also think that just goes with the, like the change in climate of what reality TV has become. Mm -hmm. I think that when you go back to like the nineties, the early two thousands, basically pre Instagram, it's like pre Instagram and post Instagram of people went on reality TV, like, for the experience because they had seen like, oh, I watched the first episode of Survivor and thought or first season of Survivor and like, I want to do that, like that yeah. type of thing. And then um, the real world, the real world, same idea of just like, I want to be the person that they're yeah. focusing on. I want this experience. And then um, Instagram and the ability to like long term profit off of fit yeah. your celebrity that comes from being a reality TV star and it's maybe not so much like big things. Like I I think of Melissa with this and just how like Mm -hmm. she had opportunities has kind of settled into her, her like stay at home mom life and everything. But just like things she explained where now it's 
I'm sure she, as well as other reality TV stars, had these like bigger opportunities to make bigger money. They become TV hosts, whatever. Now it's like, oh, well, I can consistently make money by advertising this like tummy tea on Instagram if I make right. it on this show. And I think that the like the reason people went on reality TV versus the reason people go on reality TV now is so different that we're like getting a different type of person. Totally agree with you. Like I'm fine with someone like a Jamie from uh, uh, Real World San Diego, the first one who's now an actress. I'm fine with mm-hmm. like the guy Kyle who was on uh, Real World Chicago who's now hosting like Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. Like those people I'm fine with. Like I'm glad that you guys were able to make it out because you signed up for like seemingly the right re- – maybe you wanted like an opportunity, but the goal wasn't just to be an Instagram influencer. Mm-hmm. And like whatever, hustle, I guess, if you want. Like I don't really care, but like it just doesn't provide it, – it's not interesting to me. You're giving me nothing of interest whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You are the same as every other Instagram influencer that exists out there. You're not providing anything new. You're not giving me anything. Yeah. At that time, like reality TV wasn't a career. Reality right. TV – can maybe could be a stepping stone to another career but it wasn't like your entire career back then yeah now reality tv can be a career for people and i mean or it like allows you to then venture into like the businesses that you want to do or whatever so i get what you're saying i think we're just in like i think it's one of those things where we almost have to lower our standards in order to be able to enjoy the people that are making their way onto the challenge now versus I think you misunderstand me as someone who wants to enjoy these people instead of hate watch them that's the (laughs) difference see (laughs) I'm perfectly happy sitting in my hatred for these people I'm willing to take these people like I'm willing to meet them where they're at I think that's it I I Mm. am not expecting like I expect a lot from someone like CT because we've seen his evolution over the Mm -hmm. years and like if CT were to all of a sudden start acting like I don't know, a turbo per se, or like, uh, yeah, we can talk about it. Um, or I mean, I guess maybe even Devin, even though I enjoy Devin, like, I'd be like, what the fuck's CT doing? Like, this isn't right. CT. And, um, but I'm, I'm kind of just like willing to meet people where they're at because I think it just makes the show easier to enjoy, I mm. guess. So that's, that's, I start off with like an immediate dislike and then you grow on me like Nelson. Mm-hmm. Unless I have like a pre-existing note, like Corey came on, I didn't hate Corey because I liked his real world season. Mm-hmm. Now I don't like Corey because he's an anti-vax weirdo. But like prior to that, I didn't have an issue. He's also annoying, <laughs> but like you know, like I had some kind of like I already knew who he was. But if you're a fresh face to me, I'm already like at a zero, probably like a negative three, and then like I'll grow or not grow over time. Well. Let's see. Corey. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine. He only has oh. his next one is his 10th and then he's got to go. Well, I don't think he's ever coming back because he's not getting vaccinated. So I think he's done. Honestly, again, for the same reason, like you're sometimes enjoyable, but I'm not mad about it. Corey and Corey and Tori last season. They did a little bit of, like, the banana shit that I feel like – I'm not saying that we need bananas back despite the fact that he shows up at the end of the season, but the people who know 
that they're not just on TV, but need to produce a good TV show. Like Corey and Tori last season, when they lied to Amber B saying that Fessy ate her pizza, knowing that Amber B is fully angry still at Fessy for two to three eliminations earlier, throwing her in, blindsiding her. And Tori and Corey in their confession was like, yeah, it's been kind of boring in here. So we lied about it to Amber. So like they riled up. And so I think like they're a bit aware of yeah, what I hope so. It's been quite a while. Some planned debauchery. Mm-hmm. So um, I did appreciate that in the the slow and steady watch slash rewatch of 37 that I'm doing. All right. Someone I'm annoyed about that's coming back and I'm surprised I'm saying this, but it just took five minutes on the fucking boat for me to realize this. Oh, yeah. It's Turbo. The worst. Just get him off the show. He It was fine without him. And now he's just like a literal monster. Just get him off the show. It's not you wanna, entertaining. Yeah. You want to talk about someone whose ego got too big too fast because you won one season of the challenge. Yeah. Like, like who cares? You and how many other people? I mean, not Nelson, but you and how many other people have won? Like, <laughs> shut up. Especially he just like can't. I mean, first of all, the way he was talking to Laurel about yeah, disgusting. it. Was disgusting. absolutely disgusting. And like, I do wish that someone chimed in, but I also think that like Laurel is the type of person that doesn't need a man like talking on behalf of her. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it would have been nice for especially a man to be like, don't talk to women this way, Turbo. I don't care what you do in your country. Here, we're not going to speak to women. <laughs> like they are uh, the dirt on the ground that we we walk on. Because mm-hmm. as I'm watching this, I'm like, oh my God, I need Turbo to get eliminated. Like, please, he's asking you to throw him into the eliminations. Do it. Do it this now. This is the Let's- best part of like Nelson and Narice being like, you don't have to ask me twice. They just like yeah. make me laugh. They're a good comedic uh, element to the show. Mm-hmm. I wish that there was an elimination on that boat right there. Let's throw Turbo Me in. Too. And I don't want to make a blanket statement about like Turkish men. I know this is a Turbo. This is a Turbo. No. I think that the the reason I made the culture comment was I think on his earlier seasons that he was given a free pass from a lot of people because mm-hmm. he, they're like, oh, he's from a different country with different – Cultural yeah. standards and blah, blah, blah. Now blah. there's so many people on the show that are international. From, from dive. Yes. And we haven't had that issue yeah. that it's like, oh, no, Turbo's just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Turbo fucking sucks. He sucks. Also, like, Pussy Chicken is not funny. It wasn't funny at the time. It's not funny now. Stop making that your brand. Mm-hmm. And just, like, take a joke. Like, when... <laughs> when later in the episode when devin pulls the dagger and he's like turbo <laughs> these are keep these away and he what does that mean what is that like well, what yeah it's a this joke. is exactly why though no man stood up for laurel because look how quickly devin was like i apologize i apologize uh-huh. like he like was shaking in his boots everybody's scared of turbo yeah because they they're like okay i need security to stand by my bed tonight so that turbo doesn't come and get me i'm actually surprised they brought him back considering the rumor is that you know, because he had altercations with Jordan that Tori went to production and got him kicked off the show when Tori and Jordan were together mm-hmm. because they didn't feel safe. So I'm surprised they would have brought him back. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not happy he's here because Me neither. he's horrible. I need someone who when Devin makes that comment to them, that they make a funnier comment back. And yeah, instead, like turning to a how turbo did of just like what does that mean but and just 
Like, Turbo, we're on a fucking TV show. Like, it is – calm down. We're on Turbo an MTV if, show. Yeah. Turbo said that if Laurel gave him – if he was, like, dying of thirst and Laurel gave him a drink, he would, like, rather die than drink a glass of water or something like okay, that. Okay, bye, like, Turbo. Dude, yeah, okay. See ya, then. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I literally wrote, Turbo's mad at Laurel for champagne. Devin calls Turbo the worst wedding imitation of all time. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty funny. That was funny. Yeah. I was like, that's true. Um, all right. We get to the house. The house looks very nice. It does look uh, nice. Thank God. No bunkers, please. Like, I'm over that. Yeah. Their workout area looks so good. Okay. We meet Johnny and Raven, who are, like, key characters in this episode. And apparently, yep. Jay knows Johnny from outside of the house. I what? No where where do they come from? The Google. Can we get a Chiron for them, please? Especially as since they're like literally the main characters of this episode. I wonder if they expected Johnny the Challenge 38. It's uh, bananas. Oh, Jesus. I can't even Google someone. Um, Let's try this. Let's see. Ride or dies. And look. Yeah, I think. Okay, this is probably our fault. As podcasters, maybe they were not as podcasters, but as fans, they were maybe expecting us to to know who um, they do research. <laughs> no, to, to oh. watch episode zero where they introduce everybody. Oh yeah, um, no, I'm not watching they, that shit. Oh yeah, I forgot it, that existed. My bad. I guess I could have watched that yesterday when I was just sitting around. I mean, I didn't watch Love it. Island. I, he was a runner-up on Love Island, Johnny. What season? Couldn't tell you. Okay, hold on. Johnny Middlebrooks. Okay, let's see. Runner up on the show. It didn't say. Sadly, his relationship didn't work out. Now I know his full name. Oh, my God. Give a fucking explanation article. Hey, listen to our live research. Season two of Love Island USA. Okay. Um, God, Jordan's haircut is just so bad in that picture. Um, Okay, so Love Island. Jay's been friends with them. We have Raven. Where I'm not sure is she from Love Island? But it seemed like he like met her and like flirted with her. Okay. The what I got from their interaction was like, oh, we met and I asked for her number oh, and yes, she's not been. She on liked me, but then like, yeah, I think she just is a person who met him. She's actually an influencer and actress that has previously been seen in Seal of Desire and Red Flags. So oh, that's she's where on- I know her from. <laughs> Huge Red Flags fan over here. Huge Red Flags fan. <laughs> Seal of Desire, second favorite mm. TV show of all mm-hmm. time. My two faves. Okay. Shocked so she's I didn't been recognize her. In front of a camera. <laughs> Seth Ron says biggest takeaway increase Chirons by 2000%. Yes. Yeah, I just need to know where people are from because it's yeah. a lot of new people. It's a lot. It's a lot. So we get introduced to them. They become important characters this season. Johnny is already in the middle of making out with Nuris. Raven thought that she, like her and Johnny, could potentially have something, but. He, like, shut that down very quickly in their confessional together. He literally was like, it's my bad because I, like, accidentally flirt with her. But, like, it's never happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty harsh, it felt like. Yeah. It was like, oh, Yeah, like, ouch. I don't like how friend zone is used in a negative connotation um, because I do think it is, like, 
okay to tell someone that they are a friend. And if that means putting them in the friend zone, I just think that means you're like being honest and establishing yeah, boundaries. And boundary. it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't necessarily need to be taken in this like way where we need to revolt about the word. Um, but yeah, he did that very harshly. Very. <laughs> My sense like, is this is not the damn. first time that he's had this conversation with her. Yeah. But also then like, why are you bringing her on TV with It's you? a great question. That is a great question. If you don't want to set the wrong expectations, maybe don't bring her on TV as your ride or die. I don't know. Just a thought. And then double down on it by making out with someone on a plane. Yeah. And in the house multiple times. Yeah. So we have that pair who will get to them later. But we just got like a lot more introductions. I, I'm sure you enjoyed, enjoyed this, but... Nellie T got the toast spot. How do you feel? Loved it. I I was like, oh my God, my guy Nellie getting the toast. It was a mess of a toast. I mean, like he barely said anything, but like mm-hmm. just the respect that's been put on my guy's name. I love it. That's a really important spot. You know who didn't oh. get it? Devin. You know who's probably mm-hmm. seething that they didn't get it? Devin. <laughs> uh, we also have a rookie pair from Germany and Colleen. It was on a show called the mole, which yes. is called whatever the German version is called. And she lies to people and says, I loved I, this. Yeah. That she was actually on Love Island. And um, Jack, Laurel's partner, had researched everybody before they got there. And okay, I want to talk about this. How did he know who was going to be on the show? Do they have their phones when they're at the airport? I would hope not, but maybe because this feels like a little bit like, oh, I'm going on Big Brother and I just Googled everybody that I was going to be on the show with and now I'm going to use it as strategy. Like they should not know who they're being cast with. Yeah. Especially if it's a random person from Germany. Like you don't know who these people are. It's not like you just like happen to look up all the people who could possibly be on the show. Like you definitely would not expect these two random people to be on this show. That and the fact that it's Jack's first season. It's different right. when it's like you have, you know, like those first calls go out. And I mean, Wes is notorious for it, for yeah. like sending yeah, messages. They're, they're and for sure. Yeah. That, but it's people that are already like established on the show. Um, no, I, that was weird to me. How did he know? And how is he able to research them? And the fact that they said it on the show too, I'm surprised. Me too. Me too. But he somehow, some way, researched and found out she was on the mole. Here's where he's wrong because the mole can't win. Um, mm-hmm. He was like, she lied because she was the mole. Like, the mole has to lie throughout the game. And she won. Like, the mole can't win the show, the mole. Your yeah. goal is, is it the to same figure in Germany? The mole is. I'm assuming. Um, I actually did try to Google that yesterday, but it just came up with, like, it was it was not an easy research, but I'm well, pretty I can, confident. I can see that here. <laughs> uh, I can ask a, the mole Discord that I'm in. Great. I'm sure someone because there's people who are far bigger mole fans who watch all the international versions. But okay, great. I'm like 95 percent confident you can't win as the mole in the German version. So like he wasn't completely right about it. Yeah, she was on the whole time because like the mole doesn't leave, but. She didn't win. So, yeah, he, like, uses this as information, which, like, I guess rightfully so. If I found out she was lying, I'd be like, well, why are you lying about it? Because really, in all honesty, 
I would expect that almost none of them on there, if she just said like the German name of it and was like, yeah. oh, well, I think I'm it's, on... it's literally um, Das Mol. Mol. Yeah. yeah. Okay. De Mol. D E space M O L. Yeah. And she could have said like, oh, yeah, it's a show. Or you could ease. She didn't have to say she was the mole first and foremost. She could have just been like, "Oh yeah, she, she didn't have to say that." She, uh, it's a show where like you compete in competitions to win money, um, and like someone gets eliminated each week, like, yeah. and just I don't know. I don't think anybody else there besides her partner Kim, who is massive, by the way, mm-hmm. he is like hulked out, but. I thought it was an interesting move, a moly move to I liked lie the about strategy. It. I liked it. And that's why I'm annoyed that Jack is like spreading it to everybody because like you mm-hmm. shouldn't have known that she was on the show anyway and she's using this other strategy and now you're blowing it for her. Yeah. Like let her lie. She's a rookie. She can lie. Yeah. I agree. And um we have her interacting with Fessy in the Fessy's so the gross hot tub. I was so mad during this when he was like, she's actually a smart girl. As in, like, women can't be smart. Yeah, well, Fessy has no respect for women, period. So I'm not surprised at all that he would say that. Show me a woman that Fessy has respected. You can't. I have nothing to say. No. the, The word actually is one of the most condescending words in yeah, the English it really language. Is. It really is. I try not to use it unless I'm trying to be condescending. <laughs> then in that yeah. case, yeah. I will use it. But I think, oh, I it's one of my least favorite words. I have gotten into some professional conflicts due to the word, actually. I had someone say, Oh, she made a good presentation, actually. And I was like, first of all. Yeah, excuse me. Respectfully, fuck off. Like, come into my class. I put on a good presentation every day. Hmm. Second, what do you mean actually? What did you expect out of me? This is the same dude who called me out. He's like, you weren't at two meetings in a row. Uh, I just thought you didn't want to do this anymore. I was like, well, I contacted the person who's in charge, which is not you. So thank you. And it's like, one, I was sick for – and then two – I had a last-minute tutoring opportunity come up. And yeah, I'm going to make $50 straight cash, homie, versus this yeah. volunteer thing because you guys don't pay teachers to do extra work. Anyway, also fuck the word actually. Fucking business. Yeah. Fuck the word actually. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else you want to get into before we talk about the – oh, actually, I do have one other thing I want to get into before we talk about the – daily challenge is that someone's like oh it's so weird that nani's not here and casey's like yeah where is she (laughs) oh so you think casey knew nani absolutely oh (laughs) yeah okay i guess that's true she would know right obviously yeah obviously absolutely i was really naive being like oh it's so funny like nani's here no casey's not here sucks for that but they definitely absolutely there's no way that she didn't so i just thought i was like come on casey come on well this makes me so i'm so happy casey's gone like this is the best case scenario Mm -hmm. except maybe fessy leaving well fessy is at least like it's fun to hate fessy yeah casey's just like boring 
Yeah, she's just there. So our first daily challenge of the season season is called Bolas for Blood. We find out here that Casey and Kenny had to leave the game. So this must Hi. be like the first thing they did after coming back from their like I COVID I lockdown. Stuff in quarantine, right? Yeah. Like a, yeah. Because originally, like, I don't know how they edited stuff in and out of this. And that this is something I do want to talk about. I don't know if here is the time, but we have people, we get two teams join. We have Nam and his ride or die Emmy. We have mm-hmm. Olivia and Horatio join at the beginning of this because Casey and Kenny leave. Anissa was supposed to be on with someone from home. So yeah. she was probably in the house that first night and they just completely edited her out because they brought in Jordan and it was supposed to be Naya to come yeah. in. Yeah. And Naya had to fail last minute because of whatever reason and then you also bring up like there is no way that anisa and jordan are ride or dies are they jordan even friends is his be- jordan is anisa's best friend's ex-fiance jordan is anisa's oh yeah yeah yeah. tori yeah there's yeah. no tori way and anisa are ride or dies right there's yeah. no way that they are ride or dies no. and like I just hate the fucking lack of transparency on this show. I would rather it would be more interesting to me as a viewer that you put up a black screen with white text that says at this point, some of our cast members tested positive with COVID. We had to shut down for a week and A, B and C are now here because we had to replace these people. Like just give me the transparency as opposed to, patchworking this episode together right right because then to me the storyline of jordan and anisa having to play as ride or dies even though they're not is more interesting than them like pretending to be besties absolutely like i'd rather see the dynamic of them like having to navigate it mm-hmm. yeah it's way would have preferred me. naya though and jordan mm-hmm. well i think we wouldn't have gotten naya without jordan we we would. Oh wait, you see, you mean Naya with Jordan? Yeah, like I would have preferred. Oh, seeing I thought them you meant together. Naya instead of Jordan. I was like, no, I don't think yeah, we gotten no, that. with but, Jordan. Yeah, because my roommate came down and he was like downstairs while I was watching Challenge Thirty Seven, and he was like, "Why, why aren't Casey and Nani Ryder guys?" I was like, "Well, what? Like, they're." I thought he was talking about the season I was like currently watching. Mm. He's like, "No, on the show. Like, why aren't?" Why aren't they partners? I'm like, oh, because I think it's co-ed. And he's like, that makes sense. Yeah. He's like, yeah, because they're clearly liar dies. Like, yeah. And I feel like Tori, I mean, Tori might pick Devin over Anissa because she knows she'll never win with Anissa. But um, like, there's probably better ride or die pairs. So yeah, it being co-ed. So yeah, I don't know. I just want like transparency. Like, okay, we're going to replace two people because one, like, why? Why? Right. Where did these people come from? Why? And then... Actually, I'll just hold off on that sentence overall. So we – this is where we get the insight on, like, hey, Nelson, the producer. We hear the producer. Like, when was the last time you won a daily challenge? (laughs) Nelson was like, eh, it's been a while. So Nelson is, like – I know I keep just, like, gassing Nelson up, but, like, just how far we've come with Nelson. He started off as such, like, a shithead, and now he's just, like, the comedic relief – and is in mm. on the joke. And that just like, I can, I just appreciate him so much for being on the show. Cause there's not a lot of like 
fun on the show sometimes like people get like yeah. too in and like we need this fun element and that's that's just i'm just elson is so good at it Nelly he's willing Pete. to make fun of himself even when he doesn't realize that he's making fun of himself mm-hmm. so as we explained earlier in this there's in this challenge each team has to answer three questions about themselves or their themselves in terms of like their team and so, for example, what is your cumulative age? Another one, it's like multiply the number of letters in each of your names and then add up the numbers of the year that you met. I think those were the three questions. That's and fun. yeah, and we um, had this like mud pit where there was a bunch of bolos in there that had numbers on them. So they had to run into the mud pit, find the numbers that they needed, go back up to where the questions were, hook the bullos onto a rope. Um, once they answer the question correctly, go back, do this three times. And then they had to run across this area to the other side, hang their bullos up. If they were the first team to do it, they win. Yep. And I don't think there's like a ton to talk about within this challenge. And it wasn't like exactly the most interesting to watch. It was fun to like hear the, the quips between the teams, but like mm-hmm. watchability, not the most yeah, interesting. I watched uh, this episode I, twice and I still didn't fully grasp like what they were doing. Like I got like the idea <laughs> of like, oh, these things probably have numbers on them and they're like answering questions, but I mm-hmm. it just didn't hold my attention. Yeah. We did find out that Nelson thought he was 32 and not 33. He forgot his age, which yeah. held them back in the first question. <laughs> uh, I did feel bad for Colleen and Kim because they weren't sure what cumulative meant. That is a big word for yeah. Like, if you're not English. a native English speaker, yeah, because yeah. like we know, but I mean, in Germany, most people learn English as well, and but you're learning it in like an academic context to then become yeah, conversational, and yeah. ad would have been easier there so i did feel bad for them just say total. yeah um they should have been able to ask at least yeah or someone be nice enough to tell them (laughs) production should have said i mean like you Mm -hmm. have international participants here yeah whatever here we go my my esl certification was uh you know just like i had a lot of a lot of things pinging Mm. in my head at this point that i could do a whole 10 minute spiel on it, but we'll keep it moving. If you want one though, I'll do a side podcast monologue of <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So um, Johnny and Raven end up winning. Michelle and Jay were right behind them. Mm-hmm. And I love this because rookies Same. winning the first challenge of the season means like, yes, they could potentially establish a rookies versus vets type of thing here. However, it, it means that the vets aren't in power right away. Yeah. And let us get some rookies getting to create some relationships and um, establish, like, what's going on. So that was super exciting. Yeah, I'm actually really liking Johnny and Raven so far. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're – as far as, like – I don't want to say as far as rookies go, but, like, new people in the show, I feel like already they're making an impact – Mm-hmm. within like the first half an hour of the episode because you know we had johnny already hooking up with narice and it's just like oh you guys are like really you're bringing a lot already yeah absolutely and I'm then excited. to win and add like chaos with who you're gonna put in and whatever it, i i'm happy 
that this turned out the way it did. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. So what we find out in at this part is that they're going to have to pick four pairs to plead their case. That is a lot. I was like, oh, shoot. Well, I act- what's funny is when he said four, I took it as four people and I actually wrote yeah. two pairs and now yeah. obviously no it's four pairs they have to pick four pairs to plead their case in I think what's being called the interrogation or whatever so um the four pairs we get back to the house really like the only thing that happens is there's a little like oh no that's later yeah never mind I won't even get into that basically Jay says like I'm happy I'm aligned with Johnny I'm not going in yeehaw mm-hmm. like happy for you as well Jay so they have to pick four pairs. We first check in with Johnny and Raven. Um, I wrote Johnny dot, dot, dot. I like him. He's smart. He's playing smart. Yeah, he is. You could tell he watched the show. Like, you know, he said that he's a fan of the show, but like you yeah. could tell. Yeah. And he's and, not scared to make a move. And I like that. Yes, absolutely. So we have Raven saying like, let's take off all the rookie rookie pairs and Johnny going, well, we can't just like bring in all vets because yeah. then that's going to be very quickly recognized as like whoa what's going on here mm-hmm. so we have to bring in at least one rookie rookie team let's bring in colleen and kim so we have colleen and kim they bring in kayla and sam they bring in Devin and tori and they bring in laurel and jack i loved this I I know I like just said this like five times but I think I really appreciate Johnny also giving it like an extra thought like I like Raven but I feel like Johnny is like pretty strategic for someone who's like never been on a strategic show and -hmm. I appreciate that yeah you can definitely tell it like the gears are turning and yeah um he's also making his own or not he but they're making their own decisions versus yep um we didn't see like if if this is a season with like Wes on it we know we get a scene with Johnny and Wes before they yeah. even go in being like, bro, we're right. boys. You know, like there's that. We didn't get any of that. Like Johnny was uh, and Raven because I want to count them as a team and not just hmm. give Johnny all the credit here. She's a part of this too. We're able to make their own decision without a lot of influence. Yeah. And I love that they're not exactly your point. I love that they're not like starstruck by the people that are on the show so they're trying to get in with like the Devons and the Tories and the Laurels like no make make your move mm-hmm. I love that a lot of people I don't think would do that like if I were on the show as a lifelong fan I don't think I would put CT in the first elimination like I would want to work with CT even though I know I would never be able to work with CT oh absolutely I would just want to hang out with CT yeah so, <laughs> I need to work with them I just want to hang out Let's yeah like talk. imagine CT being mad at you that would break my heart Oh, absolutely. I just was thinking of like his partnership with Big T a couple seasons ago. Yeah. <laughs> so the first three conversations were all pretty similar in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They talked to Kayla and Sam first. And I did think it was funny where <laughs> Johnny goes like, why do you think you're here? And Sam goes to make a deal with us. <laughs> I like Sam. Sam is funny. Yeah, it's the British humor is top notch to me. Um, that's probably like my favorite source of comedy. It's what we were talking mm-hmm. about with The Office, how like I really like yeah. the first six episodes and it's much more based on like British humor than, but that's what I grew up on. So anyway, 
Kayla to their face saying, yeah, we'll make a, like an alliance with you. Or she actually said a friendship, but in their confessional, she's like, we're not fucking working with them. And I have some issues with Kayla's game in general, but I'll talk about it later because I feel like it's all encapsulated mm-hmm. in this whole episode. Oh, yeah. Kayla is not in a good place. Like, no, almost she ever totally socially. did this to herself, I think. Mm hmm. I agree. We have Devin and Tori come in and Johnny calls up the king and queen of vets. And we know before they came in, Johnny said, like, listen, Devin's smart. Like, I would rather work with Devin than against him. Mm-hmm. So let's try to, like, cut a deal with them. And at least on the surface, it seems like Tori and Devin agreed to that. We'll see. And Devin said, like, I'm a man of my word. I would rather – I forget what he said, but, like, basically, like, he said I'd rather, like, go in and break yeah. my – Yeah. Break my word, which um, – is that setting us up for a big yeah. backstab? <laughs> Who mm-hmm. knows? Again, another deal being cut with Kim and Colleen, and then they bring in Laurel and Jack. And they tell Raven and Johnny that Colleen was on the mole, not Love Island – and they also kind of like take a more they take like a little bit of a different approach to see him than mm-hmm. the rest of them. Laurel's like, I don't come in here with alliances. Like I build my my relationships based off of who does well in the game. And Jack going very old school of like, I would put in the people who are the worst. Like, okay. No, well. the goal is never to put in the people who are the worst, put two strong teams against each other so you have a better chance of winning. Putting in people who are the worst makes no sense. I also just know, like, is Jack athletic at all? Like, is Jack going to hold Laurel back? Anyway, I have no that's just idea. a question that I have. But that's just, like, such a – I hate that. Like, you have to be dumb to be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, no, I'll just wipe out all the people I can easily beat and keep all the people that I can't beat at all. Like, that mm-hmm. sounds like a good strategy for me. Like, no. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. You don't need, like, the meat shields in this. Especially when no. you have a partner built in. Like, mm-hmm. Challenge, you would say, sure, it made sense because they were switching partners, so they want strong partners. Yeah. But in this, you already know who your partner is, assuming that nothing switches down the line, which sometimes a challenge does that. But, like, for a ride or die season, I would assume they would keep the same partners. Mm-hmm. So after this, we get a bar scene. And I was excited just to be like, oh, we're back out and people are, like, Love socializing. It. And Amber made a point here that I thought was – interesting she's like i've never really had a true ally in these games yeah she's not wrong she absolutely isn't wrong so i know that like amber b has a kind of a she has like a mini cult following within the challenge community Mm -hmm. there are people who are very much like she can do no wrong and i think it's because she almost like i i feel like this could be offensive but I'm going to say it anyway. She she has some like early on Cara Maria vibes where it's like. Um, mm, that is offensive. No, no, but here's why. Here's why. Cara Maria was like the underdog through and through. Like she had no one in her corner, no one rooting her on and then became this force. And like obviously Amber B won yeah. very quickly, but it's still that same like 
even though she should have people who would want to work with her in the same way that Car Maria should have had people who want to work with I her. I don't think Car Maria should have had people. Car Maria's personality was god awful in the beginning. Awful in the beginning. I'm not Still is. But not like she did that to herself. Where Amber, I feel like, just got put in that position by like a Fessy and a Casey. Right. And that was, I was going to make that differentiation where like the reason I think Car Maria should have people who wanted to work with her is that she, she wasn't bad at challenges. You know what I mean? Like she was able to hold her own and things in the same way that like Amber B won because she's able to run and be a good partner. Like she was a great partner for CT in that final and she held her own. Right. So where Amber B should have people who want to work with her because they come from the same show. She, from at least how it's presented to us, she doesn't have these, like any like weird, annoying qualities. Last season, the girls on the show were very much like, she tells us she's loyal. She tells us she's nice, but she doesn't actually show it. Like you shouldn't need to tell me this, just like be that. So I don't know like what gets shown and how she is. I just Mm -hmm. think that, it's probably easy for like Casey and Fessy to very much push the narrative and people to believe it because Casey and Fessy have power in the game, unfortunately. So that's, that's kind of like the connection I was making is that like, they're both like outcasts and I think they don't necessarily need to be outcasts so early on, especially for Amber B who's fucking one. Like you would want her on your team. It's weird. And I think part of it is because she was like, not included in the big brother alliance as closely as like josh casey fessy which i think obviously casey and fessy were on the same big brother season even though they weren't working together on that season they were on the same season together they lived together for like 100 days ish uh and josh was on the season right before them but amber was on big brother 16 and i i didn't watch big brother 16 yet i will eventually but maybe but she uh apparently like got voted off because some guy was like obsessed with her and yeah it was like a thing so like she's just gotten the shaft i think across her time on reality tv so um yeah maybe that's why she has like this cult following because she's just always been playing from a disadvantage yeah and i say all that to say i'm happy for her that she has chauncey here me too (laughs) yeah seth knows me well we both oh sorry go ahead (laughs) narrator katie would in fact not watch bb16 later yeah seth knows me i'm just saying that. that's why i was like maybe not probably maybe not yeah i'm still trying to convince her to watch real housewives of miami seth so we're uh i'll get there i'll get there <laughs> okay right after bb16 <laughs> no before bb16 okay good BB16. because it's so good it is so good season two so good all the seasons besides one good season two so good like There's a new early trailer new- for Miami next season coming out today at BravoCon. Oh. So, like, that's going to inspire me to, like, okay. get caught up before the new season starts. When I say that, like, for me, I enjoyed it as much as, like, the early season chaotic New Jersey ones. Like, that's where I'm at. Like, Okay, that's a huge, a huge... I'm telling you, it was... like me. It, it was so just, like, nonstop, and it wasn't, like, things being dragged out too long and just, oh, my God. Anyway... If you're looking for great reality TV show, Real Housewives of Miami season two, just get right into it. Okay. Um, Also at the bar, we have Nelson and Olivia flirting. We have Jack and Laurel saying how they became brother and sister from their experience on X on the Beach. I just want to say one thing about Olivia. She said a term 
like five times i don't remember what she said but it was like some kind of like vernacular that like is very gen z do you remember what she said she just kept saying it over and i was like this girl's not actually having this conversation like this right i don't remember at all damn i wish i remembered what it was i noticed it again last night when i watched it and i should have written it down but like the way she was speaking i was like this is the most annoying person that i've ever heard speak like ever (laughs) uh no but uh this was when she was talking to nelson yeah okay maybe i'll go back and rewind and look i i like a a weird fascination for language and people using like terminology and stuff that they're not supposed to because it's like created in a group that they don't belong in and then stealing and making it bigger (laughs) it's a whole thing a whole thing but my tiktok timeline has a lot of a lot of videos that show up about that type stuff so i'm like gonna look on the challenge reddit to see if anybody else was talking about it because it was like so egregious to me that i was Mm -hmm. like ooh. okay i'll let you know after they get back from the bar, I thought this was funny. And again, this is like kind of why I'm mad that Sam and Kayla are gone so soon where they're back at the house and Sam is just like being loud and drunk and British. And Kayla's like, I just need you to shut the fuck up for like two weeks. Like you just you can't be you for like two weeks. You cannot be you cannot put this target on us. Like, please stop. And he's like, well, why not? Like, she's like, what do you have to offer to these people? You have nothing to offer to them. Like, what, your mattress, Mm -hmm. your pillow? Like, shut up. Just shut Mm -hmm. up. And Mm -hmm. Kayla, like, trying to control the social game and Sam just being, like, loud and drunk. This is what bothers me about Kayla. It's like, in the beginning of the episode, Sam is like trying to go out and she's like just be quiet for two weeks just be quiet i'm like okay well that's a little presumptuous that you'll be here for two weeks i know they mm-hmm. film like what is this like a six-week show but like come on i don't know um and then i i feel like she just like held him back from being able to mm-hmm. make relationships mm-hmm. and counted on the fact that she's been on this show so many times but like she hasn't been on the main challenge for quite a while she was just on all stars but she hasn't been on mm-hmm. this version of the challenge in a while she doesn't have a ton of allies in the house as it is like none of the people that she typically works with are in the house so why don't you let your husband go and make some social bonds with people Mm -hmm. to keep you safe like it doesn't make any sense she purposely was standoffish and didn't want to socialize or connect with anybody and then look where she ended up yeah even when someone's offering her a deal she's like yeah no we're not working with them i'm like well who are you working with then there's no one here that you're friends with who are you working with it's a great point. And uh, when you had said you want to talk about it later, I absolutely agree in the fact that like that annoys me about Kayla because here's here's where I think one of Kayla's strengths are in this game. If Kayla is on your side, there is not going to be a single person in that house who has a stronger alliance than you and Kayla. Yeah. Kayla totally. will not turn on someone that she has to. And do you hear Nitro? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nitro agrees. agrees. Yeah, Nitro is... I just wish he would stop. Give me one second. <laughs> You're all going to hear it because I didn't meet myself. What are you barking at? <laughs> Come here. We'll all find out together what oh, Nitro barks. Are you barking? Oh, fuck. He was barking at Brett. <laughs> <laughs> now he's all worked up. Come here. Okay, Nitro's back. Hi, Nitro. He's, here. he's probably going to leave because Brett's out there teasing him. But, okay. Yeah, Kayla's 
strong point is her loyalty and being a good ally. If you are on, if Kayla is on your side, you have a friend, you have a trusted ally. That person is not going to turn on you. Yep. And I think I've told you this. I see a little bit of me and Kayla. I am selective in my friendships. I do not have a ton of friends, but the people that are my friends, I will give you a hundred percent of my do not have to worry about that. And I don't think that's a strength in this show. Yeah. Where yeah. you have to be willing to small talk. You have to be willing to foster relationships from the beginning. Like you have to put in the work for it. Um, to me, I think she probably thinks those people as like either these are, this is my competition or at most these are my acquaintances until they, and then they jump up to like, this is my actual ride or die that's not my husband like this is someone who I will go to bat for 100% and she's not good at that in between game she's not good at fostering the relationship so um she's lucked out in a lot of her seasons where casting has put someone who is 100% in her corner but that's not the case here and so her social game like Sam could have been the social strength in this and um yeah it's unfortunate that she just like tried to stop it yeah please stop doesn't make any sense so doesn't help but the next morning we get a little powwow between johnny raven narice jay i think michelle might have been there as well and if she wasn't amber was there. amber b was definitely there michelle was there yeah and Amber B saying like I'm not working with the vets. Every time, every time I've tried to work with the vets, they basically will tell me, "Oh fuck myself." So, um, I'm cool with working with Jay and Michelle and the rookies. Fine by me. Jay and Michelle are also willing to work with the rookies. So we have a little rookie plus some like, I mean, how you get called a vet if you've been there for a season, but some of the, I mean, not in my mind. Yeah, some of the young, the the newer vets, so yes. <laughs> are coming together. After this, we go to the elimination. And now I'm excited to talk about the format that we have here because I wasn't ready for this. I was Me neither. thrown off by Me it. Me too. The elimination is called You Move, I Move. But before we even can get into the actual elimination challenge, we have to determine who's going in. So Johnny and Raven decide that they're putting in Kayla and Sam. So Kayla and Sam. Should have worked in that are- relationship, guys. Definitely going into the elimination. The other three teams have to participate in a draw. Yeah. So in past much like challenge, the skull flip. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. In past challenge seasons, though, like the skull flip, for example, when if you flip like the skull that basically you flip a certain skull, it causes you to go in right away. We have a little bit of a twist on this, which was exciting to watch for the first episode, especially like not knowing what was going on. So we get Devin and Tori pull theirs first and it's a blank dagger. This is where Devin makes his joke to Turbo about like, Turbo, these are sharp, like keep these away from Turbo and Turbo gets all dramatic, but we don't need to get into that again. Then we have Laurel and Jack pull a dagger that also is blank. So I think both of these teams in this moment thought like, oh, we're safe. We're not going in. 
Colleen and Kim pull the last dagger, and that dagger says safe. Mm-hmm. So here's the big twist. One dagger that says safe, and then that team that pulls the safe dagger has to put in yeah. – they, they have to choose a team to save, which is the same as they have to put the other team into elimination. Yep. And we cut to Jay being like, oh, shit, this is about to get messy. Because if someone puts you down there with two of your friends, one of your friends has to, like, put another friend in. Like, things are going to get messy in the season. So I'm actually like kind of excited for it because this me to me is like a nice twist to it. There, It's going to be so hard to avoid at least being thrown down into that. When four teams, four teams, that's so many of the teams that like. It's a lot of teams. I like the idea that any week, no one's safe. Yeah. So I agree. I'm excited. My. My goal is if I won power, if I'm, if I'm playing and I win power, I would throw in four teams that I know or like one team that I know I'm going to put in and then three teams that I know are working together just to cause mm-hmm. chaos. Mm-hmm. Because like I would want, if I'm me, I would want to put in Devin and Tori and then like two of their closest allies because I want mm-hmm. Devin and Tori to potentially be in a position where they have to determine. Yeah, it's a way where like, being well connected can be a good thing, but also a bad thing because then you are likely going to have to betray some of your connections throughout this season. Yep. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. So we get Colleen and Jack. Nope. Colleen and Kim decide to save Laurel and Jack because it seems like Jack's a rookie and they want to like help preserve rookies which is interesting because jack was the one running around exposing colleen's mole secret so yeah he's like i'll keep my mouth shut for now even though he already told johnny yeah like you already told people Mm -hmm. so there's that but that means tori and devin are going into the elimination this is like everything i want like tori and devin versus kayla and sam give that to me Mm -hmm. to like veteran teams essentially sort of i mean like sam's not but kayla is yeah absolutely and i think that's another reason that i enjoyed this first episode like these are all people that i am excited to see on this season and it sucks that we're losing two of them but no matter what it's not just like i don't want to say two scrubs but two scrubs going in the first week where you're like oh okay or where we've seen in other seasons where it seemed like the challenge purposefully when there was a chance for like Wes and CT to go against each other in that first elimination that they made it like, Oh, it's a women's elimination saving two of their big characters. Like, no, you know what? Good on these people for making these moves and putting in your big names. And if they go home first, they go home first and like cast them again next season and give them another chance, which like is kind of what Kayla and Sam said in a way in their exit interview. I don't know if you saw it like, cause I Mm -hmm. think I watched the extended version, which is just, they show you the departing teams, like final words, essentially. No, I don't think I saw. Yeah. I don't think I saw. It's usually like a longer, it's like 30 as opposed to like the one or two lines they do after people get eliminated on their like way out. So, um, but yeah, they, I'm glad that we get this, this like, I don't want to call it a powerhouse matchup, but at least it's like this matchup of people with big names in this show on the first week. Like it makes every elimination have stakes. 
Mm-hmm. Whereas typically if a veteran is in power and they put a bunch of rookies in, it's kind of like, we didn't even get a chance to know these people to begin with. And now it's just like, oh, they're leaving. So it doesn't matter. But this like, it gives us stakes, which is what I also liked about the Challenge USA is that every elimination had stakes because everyone was on an even playing field. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So the elimination is like a big maze and outside the maze on one side, there's it's almost like a skateboard type of thing on mm-hmm. where you have to like balance on it. And as you like shift one way, it moves the maze uh, like down and then shift the other way. It'll move that side down. So like one teammate is controlling the left and right. And I maybe like better way to describe be like the east and west. And the other teammate is just is um, controlling the up and down of like the north and south movement. So you have to work together to be like, okay, you move your side down, then I'll move mine, and then this and that. And um, there was five balls they had to get out of the maze. I thought this I like was this. a pretty cool challenge. It wasn't like the most fun to watch, uh, no. but I thought they edited it well to not make us like sit Bored. through too much of it. Yeah. But I think that was, like, a cool challenge to do. Um, But before they, like, get into it, I thought TJ was just in a mood in this uh, elimination. Because he's just like, you know, there's a real shame in being the first one out. (laughs) I love – TJ's so messy. He's really, like, picked it up over the last couple of seasons. He really has. He really has. I feel like – do we not know – like, what did he, like, silently sign, like, a – a 10 season deal like tj don't worry you're not going anywhere like let it loose let it rip like maybe what you want to do given like we aren't even we have season 39 definitely coming um because season 38 didn't even get picked up until like a third of the way through them filming which was hilarious no i mean yeah literally the only other show on mtv is ridiculousness Mm -hmm. my dad's favorite show so (laughs) He loves it. I'm like, Dad, you know, you can get this on the internet. He's like, yeah, but they put it together for me. I'm like, okay, Dad. Um, Fair. Yeah. So um, in their like pre-elimination interviews, the Tori and Devin were like, you know, communication, they're a married couple. Like that's going to be important in this. And um, but if they can't communicate, Devin says, like, somehow integrates, like, you know, 60% of marriages end in divorce. So this could be, like, maybe they're not as good at it. Just like, has it been upped from 50? I think I thought it was 50. I mean, I would not be surprised at 60, but neither would I. Maybe that should be something we look up. I do use that as, um, I'm not like actively against getting married, but I'm also not the, someone who says things like, okay, Lavelle, we've been together for, like, two years. Like, right. where's my ring? And dropping hints and blow out. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, right. I am fine living my life the way it is. Same. So. Can I go on a mini rant about this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, can I finish my first sen- my yes. sentence here? So yes. one of my favorite things to say when people are, like, especially people who are, like, oh, you guys have been together for a little while. Like, are you going to get married? I'm, like, do you know the leading cause of divorce? Marriage. And people are, like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's very funny. That's very funny. Um, my mini rant is like my partner Matt, some know him as glances, have been together for eight years and we are not engaged, we're not engaged, we're not married. But the fact that people feel so comfortable talking to me and being like, Whoa, we've been together for this long like, fuck you. It's none of your fucking business what we do or what we don't do. 
mm-hmm. and who told you that I was open to having this conversation with you? Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. No one. So don't mm-hmm. make me feel like I'm less accomplished in my life or that I'm less of a woman because I'm not married or I don't have kids. Like politely oh. fuck off. Um, it's I inappropriate would... and it's none of your fucking business. Mm-hmm. Public. Okay. Yeah. Hey, right. listen, we've been podcasting together for however long and I've and I've known that you've been in a long-term relationship. I've never asked you. I know why. It's not yeah. my fucking business. But like you and I are friends, like coworkers yeah. will say to me like, I want you to get engaged and have kids. I'm like, that's uh-huh. great that that's what you want for me. But like, do you care if that's what I want? Like, I just don't like, just because I'm a woman, it's my, like, you have to make me feel like I'm less than because I'm not mm-hmm. like meeting your timeline. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck your off. Yours and society's standards of yeah. like, what should happen. Dude, I get into this conversation, not this specific one, but just this type of conversation all the time with like that group chat of 10 women that I'm in mm-hmm. where it's just the like for a wedding, doing this, like moving in on this timeline, getting engaged on this timeline. Like, well, I'm just like, whew, I could not care less about what anyone else expects. Actually, yeah. uh, Lavelle and I were kind of talking about it yesterday because he was working um, like the place one of the places he works is like the biggest rooftop bar if it's not in the world in America so like it's very nice it's right mm-hmm. on um, Lake Michigan you get a cool nice. skyline view of Chicago like it's Ooh. a very nice place so there was a people rent it out and they do rent it out all the time for a wedding and he was just like dude some of this wedding stuff is just so stupid I'm like yeah I just like don't even really want to have a wedding he's like I'm cool with getting a lope which we've like talked about before I'm like I think that we should just tell anybody that we would like potentially invite to a wedding to be like, hey, we're going to X city, whatever it is. So let's just yeah. make up a city. Let's say uh, New Orleans, right? We're going to New Orleans this weekend. If you want to come, come. And then like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're going to meet up at this dive bar at like five o'clock. And you show up and it's like, oh, welcome to our wedding. You're actually at yeah. our wedding. <laughs> Yeah, like, hell yeah. Here you go. You're going to see us do our little vows and now let's uh, eat like greasy food and get hammered. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm all about like, fine, you want to get married? Let's do like a, a nice dinner and like eat good food with like a small group of people that we actually mm-hmm. like want to be there. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Wedding culture is too much. But we digress. The leading cause yes. of divorce is marriage. Devin makes a similar comment. Um, I did like that <laughs> Kayla <laughs> is like, how are we supposed to beat Devin in this? This is literally Devin's coffee table in his living room is a maze yeah. very similar <laughs> to this. So apparently yeah. Devin's coffee table, he has like a maze built into it and you can play this maze. So, uh, I don't think that they were too confident once they saw what it was no. that they would be beating Devin. And But that's dumb to me because like, Devin doesn't also have like these platforms that he has to like stand on to do the maze and he doesn't have to do it with other people. So just like try and figure it out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Politely, because Kayla, you know, I love you. She's not the brightest crayon in the box. No, she's definitely not. Um, so, you know, I, I like it doesn't surprise me she's going in intimidating because she also like straight up knows that this is this is what Devin's good at. Like Devin's known for his cerebral, maybe not so much his like physical abilities, but definitely his cerebral. So Devin and Tori end up winning by a decent amount. Like, I think that 
beat me by like three balls. So, um, Four? what did they only have one that got out of the puzzle? Oh, okay. I, I thought think they ended they up only with two. I mean, regardless, it was not close. No. So after they like get down from their little surfboard things, and TJ just again on his bullshit. Sorry, love wasn't enough to get you through this game. I hope that your marriage lasts longer than your time on the challenge. <laughs> Honestly, a king. A king amongst us. <laughs> it's just, it's it as funny reading it out loud as it was. It's amazing. Say. I was cackling when he said it. Like, I'm, the thing is, I'm not surprised, but at the same time, it's just so good. It was, and, that's pretty savage. Yeah. And he does say he hopes that he sees both of them in the future, which, like, I wouldn't mind seeing Kayla back. I wouldn't mind seeing Sam back. Whether or not they're operating as individuals or as a pair, fine. But um, Sam made me want Kyle back. Yeah, Kyle's a father. He, yes. I, it's actually – this is probably the first season in a while that Kyle hasn't been on. I think he did, like, seven straight. Yeah, he's been a staple. Kyle's quickly reaching his – his 10 very quickly 10 season mark so <laughs> yeah, very quickly um yeah he's he's funny but they're gone maybe we'll see them back in the future and then after this we get tj saying you know this is a ride or die season and we have true ride or dies that are joining and what here is johnny bananas and nani yep What's your opinion of this duo joining after the first elimination and just this duo joining in general? Okay. Oh, so my God. I just turned annoyed. I did not know that Nitro was standing there, and he was just, like, looking at me like, <laughs> bitch, get off that computer. You were on there so long yesterday. I'm sick of it. True. Let's go. I'm like, bro, I still got to do a homework assignment, so don't look at me in that tone of voice. <laughs> oh, um, Come here. Go my ahead. feelings on okay, so I'm not a Johnny Bananas fan. I do not typically like Johnny Bananas. He doesn't do it for me. Um, I was happy that he took some time away. I was more happy when I felt like he was cursed after stealing Sarah's money. I was like all about that curse, and then unfortunately they rigged it for him to win. So um, yeah, I think um, when he walked in, I got like, I was like. Okay, now it's the challenge. Like, I felt the weight of Johnny Bananas walking in. And mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I'm psyched. Like, now I'm psyched. Like, this is going to – shit's about to go down here. And I was mm -hmm. excited to see him. And I've never in my life been excited to see Johnny Bananas before. Nani, not so much. Like, give me him with – I don't know. That's the thing, though. It's like, who would be – him and Sarah would be such a good duo. Oh, but, like, Sarah obviously would that never. would never happen. Did but, you like, see the exchange that – um happened on Twitter. Sorry to interrupt. No, they, I didn't. Like, <laughs> it was pretty good. Bananas tweeted at like American or Delta, some airlines basically saying something along the lines of like, listen, my flight's delayed. You tried to give me this much money. Like, I'm an honorable, integrable person. Like, please give me this or whatever. And then Sarah replied to the tweet being <laughs> like basically calling him out for like stealing her money and that they should give her the money instead to make up for like the trauma that she had gone through. It was pretty funny. Are they like fine now? I don't, I think that my guess is that if you are Sarah, especially how many times you've had to talk about this situation that like, She's successful in her career at this point. You know, like, does it suck that Bananas did that to her? 
Absolutely. But I feel like you have to at, kind of like grow numb to it with how many times she's yeah. had to talk about it. So yeah. hopefully she's at the like cracking jokes point in, in this whole thing. But I rewatched that uh, reunion recently. I saw like, um, like a clip of the best fights at the reunion or like the most dramatic mm-hmm. challenge reunions or something. And that was on there along with Polly dancing at Josh, which is just like so. And then bananas just going like, that's the only other time I've enjoyed bananas is like that, mm-hmm. that face at Polly. Um, I don't know. I'm not a Sarah fan in general, to be honest, mm-hmm. but like, I think that would have been like a good matchup for, for, um, I'm not on banana side in that situation. I think it was terrible, but like, I, I'm also not a Sarah fan. So I have like mixed feelings about that whole thing, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's part of the game. It was in the rules of the game. Sarah, like stop crying about it is how I feel, even though I wouldn't have done it myself if I were Johnny Bananas, but I was excited to see him. I'm, I'm, I don't like Nani. I used to like Nani and I'm just totally burnt out. Nani's like another Anissa to me. I don't think she's ever Mm -hmm. going to win. Like, I just feel Mm -hmm. like it's pointless to have her on the show. She's overrated. I would have preferred to see Johnny with someone else. I just don't know who else. Maybe like Natalie Negrotti. I think that this is MTV. Or if he was still with Morgan, maybe having being yeah. a partner with Morgan, but they broke up. So yeah, I think that this is MTV's way of like trying to get Nani a win. Like if you can't win with bananas, right. who are you going to fucking win with? Well, that's why I feel like they just like rig it for people. And that's this yeah. is what just, I mean, that's as, as much as you can rig it for Nani's to put her with bananas, mm-hmm. not guarantee that bananas is going to win. But like, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm happy to see him. I'm excited. I was like, ooh, this is a face that I haven't seen in a long time that's going to spice some things up. Without mm-hmm. the reason I'm happy is because the, his full crew is like not there. With yeah. Him. He doesn't have his normal puppets. Yeah. And there's he's enough not insulated. People, yeah. Like there's enough people where they can try and take him down. Like you can have. Yes. The alliances that have formed. Like obviously, Devin and Bananas have had their shit. So like if you've got. Devin, Tori, Fessy, I don't know who else, maybe Nelly, like some, yeah, I don't know, Laurel might work with, I mean, I could see Laurel. Laurel will probably work up. with him. Yeah, um, I think Laurel will work with him to start. Tori, maybe, um, but I the problem is- I could see them going against Bananas just because like, no, 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 this is our turn. Like you, you've had your yeah, turn. Yeah, I could see that too. Get the fuck out. I could see that this- too, but if it does feel like the rookies are- are making a move against the vets, like it would benefit the vets to get together and go against the mm-hmm. rookies. Like it would benefit. And yeah. I don't love that. Like we've seen that so many times, but I think with bananas coming in and then we see Jordan and Anissa coming in and then we see, I'm sorry, I'm spoiling all this for everybody, but it's in the preview. We see uh, Darrell and Veronica coming in. It's like, okay, we're just like stacking now this vets side. Yeah, we, we are. And that's, Kind of annoying, especially, and this is a point that I want to bring up, is that we had Johnny and Raven come in and very intelligently put a rookie-rookie pair in to the four with three other pairs where they were purposefully targeting people who have, like, established credibility in this game. Yep. There is no way that Johnny Bananas and Nani are not one of those four pairs if they're there and so to me like i hate the fact that they get to waltz in after a situation where they would likely be in that elimination yeah that probably might have been like it would have either been in my opinion kayla and sam versus 
Bananas, and Nani, or Tori, Tori and Devin versus Bananas and Nani. And instead, Which, like, get give to... me that. I want oh, that. Absolutely. That's what and I so, want. To me, it's so fucking annoying that they get just walk in and be like, they get to miss this round of potential targeting because they're Bananas and Nani. Yeah. But I guess, like, is it the, is it worse to be, or is it better, I don't know, whatever, worse or better, to be Johnny and Nani coming in at the end of the first elimination where there's still not a lot of rookies there, I mean, still not a lot of vets there for them to work with and try and, like, get some footing, or is it worse for us and more rigged for them to be in a Jordan position or a Darrell position coming in so late Yeah, where it's like, okay, you've missed all of these things and now there's already a rookie and versus vets situation going on that you can fit very nicely into three weeks from now. Like that, I feel like now at least they still have to do some work because they're not mm-hmm. insulated. But like by the time Darrell and I don't know who comes first, if it's Darrell and Veronica or if it's Jordan and Anissa, they're going to walk in and just be like, oh, I'm good. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be numbers for the vets and that's what they need at this point because mm-hmm. it's already established. I mean, that definitely obviously is the better place to be because you can start making relationships earlier. I just hate overall the bringing people in. Me I don't too. think it's just fair. Just have everybody to the beginning. Yeah. Especially I like, like I mean, someone like Darrell and Veronica who have aged gracefully but have aged, like the, the benefit to not having to do the first like half of the season or whenever they come in is such a huge advantage. And huge. like – I, all that annoys me. It just like, if you want people to take your show, I don't want to say seriously, but like, you can't just throw in people yeah. two thir- like a third of the way in or whatever it is. Like, have everybody who's there be there. I just, it makes me very mad. Everything you said about Banana showing up, like, absolutely. I think it's going to, I mean, I was already kind of impressed with like what we had going on in this oh, first too. episode. I don't need so- Bananas. Bananas is definitely going to come in and stir the pot in in ways that he does. And as problematic as he was or maybe still is, I don't know. He hasn't been on my TV in a little while. Um, He knows how to make good TV. Yeah. I mean, I think he's obnoxious as hell. But like, yeah, I'm I'm happy to see him back, I guess. Like, or I'm interested to see where it'll go. I'm not going to be happy if he starts steamrolling everything and like running the show and just doing Mm -hmm. whatever he typically does. If he's in at a little bit of a disadvantage, then I'm excited to see him play the game. And like if he wins and earns a win, then I would be like, okay, that would be interesting to see if he has to really fight to get there. And like the rookies are really throwing him in. But I'm a little bit nervous because we do have like this group of vets continuing to come in. That's just going to keep like padding. Even if vets go home, it's just like, oh, well, here's another group to like pad these numbers. And it kind of, that kind of sucks. To if me. you're yeah, it's like you're a rookie. You're like, what the hell? Like I made a big move just for MTV to be like, nope. Yeah, here's two more legends who have 15 right. years of pre-existing relationships. Not only that, uh, but it's Bananas who has won the most. Mm-hmm. It's Darrell who has won the most consecutively, and mm-hmm. it's Jordan who's just like a beast, a, a beat like a a top tier athlete it's like not even like it doesn't even make sense how good jordan Mm -hmm. is at like athletic competition Mm -hmm. so it's like you don't even get it's not even like it's um i don't know like a Corey who's kind of like a flop yeah who you have a chance against it's like you're bringing literally the greatest male challengers ever (laughs) if Corey had walked in i'd be like oh thank god like this is yeah i'd be like oh this exactly (laughs) exactly cool (laughs) welcome Corey. yeah no absolutely 
that's what annoys me. But I do agree with your point of like what bananas can bring. So uh, if it I was know only need- bananas and nani, I would be happy with it. But the fact yeah, that we have like more, more coming, I'm annoyed about it. It's just like the lack of transparency as well. Like get weird with your rules. Don't get weird with like how you're adding people. It just makes it mm. so, again, like makes it so hard for the rookies and you wonder why people aren't connecting to the show. You bring in new people mm. just to, for them to get like bounced immediately by these vet alliances or when they yeah. do make moves like Johnny and Raven are currently now going to be in a place where if the any vet gets power, like they are on They're the chopping going block. Yeah, and, and that so, sucks. <sighs> I don't know. I'm I'm frustrated with that component of it. I still enjoyed this first episode more than I would. And I think that was yeah, just lingering too. anger from Challenge USA. But I'm excited for next week and to see how things go. Me too. What I think I would prefer is if what they did like back in the day with like the mercenaries, like if they mm-hmm. if the mer- if they brought them in as mercenaries and they won an elimination, then they win their way into the game. But like don't just let them yeah. walk in. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see how it goes. I'm not like out on it. I just hmm. it. I, I think my frustration kind of going. like carries over from the final of the challenge USA oh, yeah, where it's just like totally. so it, a lot of the bullshit that the challenge has done in the past, I think is easy to overlook in how they manipulate things. But like just how stupid the challenge final was, I'm still I could still do another 30 minutes complaining about oh, it, you know, that me too. Um, and so then like episode one, we're back on our bullshit with this lack of transparency and people coming in and like people replacements and all this stuff, like just fucking tell me that's all I want. I just, I'm not dumb. Like also, you know, it gets out, you know, that gamer Vev is telling the kind of behind yeah. the scenes shit. So do you want to control the narrative or do you want this random ass anonymous Twitter account controlling the narrative like take control of the product that you're putting out to us and like stop treating your fans like we're stupid we're not stupid yeah this gives me very much like the big brother fandom I think suffers from this a lot too because we have feeds so like we are watching the feeds and then you know maybe they'll cut the feeds (laughs) for certain things but then we find out what goes on behind the scenes and it's like they try and control this narrative or build a narrative that's not what's actually happening. And I feel like, I mean, it's much more transparent on Big Brother because we can actually see it. Mm-hmm. But when you have people like a Pink Rose or a Gamer Vev or whoever, I don't know if Pink Rose is still relevant. I, a I see Gamer Vev, Vev Mo. Time, but, Yeah. <laughs> it's like I guess, J yeah, Challenge, Mo, I think. Yeah, is, J um... Challenge, uh, yeah, Gamer Vev and, and Pink Rose are like the challenge spoiled people. They're like in it. They know everything. Yeah. They obviously like... Some Pink Rose obviously works on production or has like a genuine connection with someone that like is yeah. TJ Lab and himself or something like that. But like every single detail gets leaked as it happens, every single one, and it's always accurate. It's, there's mm-hmm. never a miss. So it's like you I think know the closest that that's they part of the culture of the show. All Stars, Naya. They t- reported that she report like finished in whatever place and it wasn't. And she even commented oh. on the picture saying like I actually finished in blah blah blah. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> So <laughs> they're That's not they're not a hundred percent, but they're yeah. they're up there. Yeah, but it's like you know I don't know. It just feels like why uh, just put out a better put just put some thought into it. Give us a little respect. The Bachelor kind of did it with Reality Steve, where like they knew that he was spoiling their shit, and so like they've they started to do things 
to either like throw him off yeah. or just like they they they're very much aware of him. And to me, it oh, just seems much. like why are we acting like they don't exist? These spoilers. Well, the challenge is very exist. clearly aware of these accounts as well because the cast yeah. interacts with them like a lot. Oh yeah. So it's like obviously, I don't know. Yeah, it's anyway. I just I want some transparency. It is frustrating. But it's frustrating. It's fine. All I right. Also I know. Get frustrated. Oh, um, go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. I also get frustrated with cast members who are shitting on the Challenge USA people for quitting when, like, yeah. you obviously know what went on behind the scenes. Yeah. And they didn't give them the rules of the final. So, like, maybe shut up about it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, fucking fessy. Yeah. Um, and, like, bananas. I think bananas was, like, talking shit about them, too. And it's just like, you, whatever. Not everyone I think, can just like sit in a tent all night and do Adderall and then win and steal someone's money like you, you know, or like just get handed a win when it really should have been Jenny's. I think like Tyson and um, Bananas kind of were like doing it on purpose. <laughs> and and then like they other people got. Yeah. On the ringer, uh, right? Bananas yeah. is on the ringer? Yeah. yeah. That's. I think that they were – I think that there was a little bit of PR behind that one, mm-hmm. but then other people jumped in not being smart enough to realize that there was PR behind that one. That makes sense. That That's that my sense. educated opinion. <laughs> so I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Um, no, I agree that Fessy, shut up because you've had how many tries and you were competing against, I think, like a lower tier of – competition than they were on the challenge usa and you haven't won shit and by the way you never would have gotten drafted in the nfl like you were not yes. just can we i remember asking my roommate about that because my roommate's a massive like sports nerd and i was like would he have actually he's like no he wasn't even close to it like he put up good numbers in d1 but he was in a like a really shitty conference like he's not playing against the caliber and he's like no he never would have I'm like okay good to know so shut yeah, up Bessie. For anyone who wants to laugh at Fessy, go just look up the drama between that Fessy started between him and Danny. Because um, mm-hmm. Danny, Danny did not uh, did not hold back. Neither did Kiki. So Kiki got involved, yeah. and they um, they ate Fessy up, and they didn't they left no crumbs. So yeah, why Fessy's a loser. We... Continues to take L's. Thanks with Kiki. Like you're really fighting with a man who was a professional football player and then won the challenge. Two things that you were not able to do. Yeah. It was my knee. If I hadn't, shut up. Just shut not up. Not really, shut up. All right. I know you have another podcast after this. You are, you have a very... We pushed it back. Oh, you did? We did. That's why I was like, oh, we got to wrap things up. But We pushed it back. Okay. I mean, we've already been talking for two hours yes. anyway. So, yes. Okay, cool. Um, So let's wrap this up so you can go and talk about your next uh, hot topic, which is Star Wars. So thank you. Yeah. If Wait. you guys would like to shoot me a follow, I'm on Twitter at RealSimKatie. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash RealSimKatie with an underscore at the end. Um, I'm also on Silent Podcast talking about a few other things. I talk about House of the Dragon with uh, Chanel and Javier. I talk about Andor with Naomi. I talk about Housewives with Carrie on the Cool Water Show. So if you want to hear me talk about any of those multiple topics. Also Big Brother. There's a lot of Big Brother coverage out there. There's some off-season stuff coming. Um some rewatch podcasts and past season discussion. So check that out as well. I think those are going to start to drop probably this week or next week or something like that. So we're out there. We're doing a lot. So check it out. 
Nice. And I was on the mall podcast yesterday with Carrie and JD. They so politely had me. Yes, we did. Um, we've done so much mall stuff in the last two weeks. So I'm KGD26 on all the social media platforms. Um, feel free to follow and partake in, you know, just the dumb things I put out on the internet. <laughs> and then, um, for podcasts, as Katie mentioned, I am like super proud of the work that JD and I have done on the mole podcast. Um, it does seem like we're the only one out there that has been doing it episode by episode and in a timely manner, which I think are two big things that um, a binging show like this needs. So we put in the time, we put in the work, we've brought on a guests, Katie included, and got their perspective. We are heading into the finale week already next week. So um, you have your first eight episodes, both on YouTube and online. Definitely check those out if you are watching the mole. And if you aren't watching the mole, watch the mole. Like it is so good. Watch the mole. It's so good. And I understand waiting until next week so you can watch all 10 episodes at once and like not have to worry about these stupid cliffhangers that they're putting us on. Um, They're not stupid. They are dramatic and they're done. It definitely makes you want to watch the next episode. But Mm -hmm. it's so like we have to wait until next Friday. And it's just. ah. But anyway, yeah, check that out for sure. Um, Just really enjoying that whole experience. Obviously, podcasting about The Real Housewives. And there's like a lot of stuff going down in The Real Housewives world because it's BravoCon this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, so we'll have some info on that. We'll have what Potomac city, Beverly Hills. So yeah, check that out. That'll be coming soon. Uh, and that's all I'm doing for podcasts at the moment besides this. So feel free to check us out. Silent podcasts on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter. If I find the graphic, I'll show you all those. There we go. So search Silent <laughs> podcast, subscribe, follow. We're silent underscore podcasts on Twitter. Um, we're just putting out a lot of good content right now we've got a recap of claim to fame we've got survivor coverage we have both in-season post-season big brother stuff we have um amazing race we had an interview with the judges from lego master um i'm sure i'm missing other things and if i am and you're listening to this from sound podcast hey look they just changed our background um oh i guess so someone's trying to kick us out so uh, yeah, in conclusion, watch it or follow us, get that content. We're on Apple and Spotify, rate, subscribe, five stars only. But uh, otherwise, that's really it. We managed to talk to you for two hours. I'm surprised. I didn't realize about I had much to say. The challenge. I mean, we only derailed a few times, so True. it's fine. Um, <laughs> in conclusion, don't ask us when we're getting married. And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Uh, So thanks for listening. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.